welcome to my podcast, Taking Time with Dana. I hope you guys are having a great week. I hope you guys are having a good day and all that. Um, I know my day my day's been pretty good. My week's been pretty long though. I I don't know. I've been getting a headache almost every day. I think it's just because of work and school and then I'm kind of like not eating at well. So I don't know. But today was actually a pretty good day considering the fact that I haven't had a headache and I made a good meal. I made like fish and rice. So that was really good. But anyways, um, I hope you guys are doing good and I hope you guys like the first episode. Today, I want to talk about higher education, like, slash future plans, you know? Just because I think a lot of my the people who are listening to this can kind of relate to it. And it's a pretty important topic. So um, just to get started, I kind of want to talk about my, my experience with it. So when I was in high school, I never really thought about college up until senior year. To me, college was kind of a... I don't know. To me, I think, I guess college was, I knew that I was going to go. I knew that I wanted to pursue higher education. And I always thought I wanted to be a teacher. But I never took the SAT. I never took the ACT. I wasn't really prepared. Like, I guess I thought everything would fall together. I It wasn't like the first thing in my mind. I never really thought about what would the requirements be. And I never really looked into the schools. So... I guess after that, I kind of knew community college was going to fall on my lap. And when it did, when I was a senior, I was like, okay, there's like, I think I'm going to go to IVC, you know? There's nothing else for me to do. I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared. I also wasn't emotionally ready, I guess, to leave or just to even go to a four-year. So how everything happened, I guess, worked out. But... Um, so that is why I went to community college. And to be honest, I was very, very depressed when I, when I was in community college, my first semester. To me, it was like, okay, I didn't do that great in high school. So, you know, you always hear those annoying professors or teachers, whatever you want to call them, that they're like, if you, you think high school is easy, well, wait till you get to college. Cause it's, it's going to be very, very hard. But then you're in college and you're like, damn, what were they talking about, dude? Like, at least that was me, right? But I didn't know that. I, I thought, okay, community college, I have to step it up. And, I mean, you do, but it's not as crazy, you know, I guess. But, yeah, so my first semester at IVC, for me, it was pretty much, okay, I need to go to school. I need to take general ed, and that's all I knew. And I guess my problem or, well, my situation when I was in high school was that I never saw a counselor. I never was like, I'm going to look to, you know, my counselor at the time. I, I'm I'm just going to go when I'm in trouble. And I literally only went when I was in trouble. And, and not in trouble, trouble, but like school, like grade trouble. And I'd go and, you know, they were like, okay, you know, what's going on with this? You want to give us an update? Like, you know. And for me, it was... Okay, you know, I don't, I don't know. I I think I'll go to to IVC because in my mind, when I was a kid, I always thought I was I was gonna go to SDSU, like that was my plan. But I never followed through with it. I'm, I don't even know why. I think I was very distracted in high school. I was that student that was like, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm doing my work, but I wasn't really focused. Like, I don't know why. 
And I don't know, maybe high school just wasn't for me, but I still liked it. I mean, I enjoyed it. I just wasn't all in, you know? I wasn't that student that was like, oh my God, if I don't get a 97, like, I'm I'm going to be dead. Like, I, I'm going to be so upset. Or I wasn't that student that, w- that got their test and was like, damn, like, I could have done so much better. And they had, like, an 85. You know, I was that student that was like, okay, good. Like, I had my subjects that I was good at, but it wasn't, like, I mean, I wanted to have fun. I still wanted to do my own thing, and I didn't want to stress out too much. I wish, trust me, I wish I was that student that did, you know, put all their work into it, but I wasn't. I couldn't focus at home with my homework. I couldn't focus at school. And, well, so, yeah. So, I decided to go to, I went to IBC, and my first year there, I was so upset on myself. And I felt like, oh, my God, like, I, I thought I wasn't doing enough in my life. And I felt that this feeling like, okay, I see other people going here. I see people going to UCs. You know, you see people going to SDSU, and you think, oh, my God, like, I'm not living my life to my fullest, or I'm not fulfilling my full potential. And I think that there's nothing wrong with that. I I don't think, okay, don't get me wrong. If you went to um, community, I mean, college, for your university right after, that's awesome. I Congratulations for getting accepted and going there. But, I mean, I saw that, and I was, I was feeling, like, kind of sorry for myself, I guess, because I wasn't there. And I always thought I would, which, I don't know. Now I'm stressing myself out. But, yeah, so I was in community college. I was like, dude. Everyone has this mentality about IVC. And if you're from the Valley, which you probably are if you're listening to this, you know that there's, like, this thing that adults talk about that people around the community talk about that's, like, oh, if you go to IVC, you're going to stay there forever. Like, you shouldn't try to avoid that. Or if you go to IVC, like, you're just going to waste your time. You're not going to get all the classes you need. And I heard that so much. I really did. I heard that from people. And now I'm going kind of on a rant, but... I heard that from teachers. I heard that from people in my family. I heard that from people that I thought were my friends. And they were just like, oh, like, IVC, really? Oh, like, people look down on it. I get, like, there's no other way to say it. People look down on it. And I don't know. I kind of feel like now I'm getting all passionate about it. But there's nothing wrong with, with going to community college. If anything, I think it's amazing. You're saving money for the most part. And you're getting really good good financial aid if you if you're able to get it. And I mean, you get to grow. You know, you take your time to save money. You get your time to to explore what you want to do. And also, you get to be in your community. So, but at the time, I didn't think that way. At the time, I was thinking, "Damn, I'm I'm gonna be stuck here." And I felt I felt it. I felt that feeling that everybody else was feeling towards me. I I thought I was gonna fall into it. But I I got it together. I mean my first semester was not that great. But in the spring of my first year, I was like, you know what? I have to get it together. I don't I don't wanna fall like, you know, into what everybody else is thinking about me. Cause I feel like everybody else had wrote this future 
but before I even had the chance to say what my future was. And so, so yeah, I was kind of sad about that. I, w- I really was. But I was, you know what? I'm going to do it because I, I want to do it because I want to go to school. And that's when I got it together. I started going to counselors. I made an appointment almost, I don't know how many times in the semester. I did winter session. I did summer session. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it because this is what I want to do because this is the path that I want to take. And then I changed my major to psychology because I was, I, was, I was very interested in it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to. And right now you're probably listening. You're like, damn, psychology, like for real. But you know what? I like it. And I want to minor in criminal justice as well. But so, yeah. And I did my two years. And within that time, though, I did, you know, I'm not going to lie. I failed the class. But I rose my G. I, you know, my GPA got better. And I got accepted into some schools. And, yeah, I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I got the time to really think about what I wanted to do. And I got a job at, you know, in El Centro. I got a car. I got some savings. And then everything just started getting better from there. But sometimes I think it's hard for us to, when you're in high school, sorry, let me just, like, catch some bright breath right now. I think when we're in high school, we kind of, we're listening to what everybody else is saying. We're listening to what everybody else wants from us before we've even taken the time to really think, what do I want? And I'm going to say it because I feel like I related to it. I was listening to what everybody else wanted from me. My mom was my mom was really rooting for me to go to SDSU. But I was like, I don't think I can do it. Like, I really don't. And then, you know, at the end, she was like, okay, I support you. You're going to do good. But... I mean, I've seen that with my friends, too. I've seen that people around me where they're just like, you know, I don't know what to do. I think that I want to do this. But then everybody else is saying that. And it's very easy for when we're, like, young to say, uh, I don't know what, what I want to do, so I'm just going to do that, you know. And sometimes our family or loved ones always have this idea or they kind of build a future for us and they have this idea of what they want from us, Right. And in that idea, they think this is what's best for them. But really, I mean, I might sound super cliche, but what's best for you is what you want to do. Because you know yourself. You know if you can handle a four-year. You know if you can't even handle college at all. You know, because college, as much as it's, I mean, I think it's great to have your education. It's not for everyone, and it's not what everybody wants to pursue, and that's okay. And I've been guilty where I'm like told my brother you know what you should do this or you should do that and it's not what I want him to do it's what he wants to do it's what is best for him because the last thing you want to do is you want to go to college oh my god I burped. and you don't you don't want to go to college and be like okay I, I I'm dropping out I can't do it or oh so much money because you used up all the financial aid like you don't want to do that and to, and it's okay and I'm here to tell you right now, like, it's okay to not follow the steps that everybody else around you is taking. Because, and this is, this is pertaining to even majoring in something. If you're, if everyone in your family is a doctor and you don't want to be a doctor, dude, don't be a doctor. If you don't want to be a doctor, if you don't want to do what your mom did, if you don't want to go to the school your parents went to, then, then don't do it. At least for me, I guess my parents didn't really go to college. 
So I'm, my parents always told me, go to school. No matter what you do, go to school. And I, I literally can hear my mom saying that in my head right now, like, go to school. Because they didn't get the, they didn't get the chance. They, I mean, they were low income. My, my dad was from X. My mom had me at a very young age. So it was hard. And I wanted to do it for them, but I also wanted to do something that I wanted to do. And there's nothing wrong with standing up and saying, you know what? I'm going to go to community college. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm going to succeed and I'm going to finish and I'm going to do what I have to do. Or saying, you know what? I'm going to go to a trade school and I'm going to, you know, start my own business. Or, you know what? I see people who are starting businesses and I'm like, damn, like, I wonder how much they're putting in and how much, you know, not to sound like funny, but how much they're getting too. They could really do something great with it. Because college isn't for everyone. And for the ones who are in high school, explore what you want to do. Really think about what's best for me, what's going to make me happy. And be realistic. Like, if you're not ready to, to move or to go to something that's, that's going to be a big change in your life, a four-year, then say, take it slow. Go to community college. Take a few classes. See what you like. You don't have to take five classes. Take one. Take two. And that's probably my best advice to you. And if you're if you're listening to this and you're in college and you know you feel stuck, honestly, you got this. You really do. Work towards it, make a goal, go to your counselor. And I mean, so you will encounter people who are like, no, you, you can't get out of here this year. You're gonna have to wait. But you're also gonna encounter people who are like, you know what? Even though you have this, this, and that, you can still do it. Um, I'm going to say a little story. Before, in the fall of 2019, I was getting ready to see what schools I was going to apply to. And I wanted to see a counselor. And I don't, I don't want to talk down on anything, but I'm just going to give a personal story. And I saw a counselor, and she told me, oh, you want to transfer this year? After this year? And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I know that I don't have as many units yet, but I'm going to take these in the fall. And I'm going to take a couple in the winter and in the, in, in the spring I'll finish. And she's like, honestly, I think you should wait. Like, I don't think it's going to be a lot. And just I literally left and I was like tearing up. And I remember calling Andre and I was like, dude, like, I don't know if I can do it. I'm even tearing up right now just because I, I thought, dude, is this supposed to like motivate me to do it? If I had this plan and I was so excited and I was sharing it. I thought, wow, like she was going to root for me, but she, you know, she didn't. And I didn't. And sometimes I, I think, I always think about that, that woman who told me that because I don't know. Part of me is like, like if somebody came up to me and told me that I would have been, I would have been all crazy. I would have been like, yeah, do it, do it, do it. Like you got this. And I think that kind of like you have to go back and hold on. Okay, I'm back. So sorry. But anyways, continuing my story is, um, you're, yeah, you're going to have people around you who might not believe in you or they might think, oh, she can't do that or he can't do it or that's not going to work out. Do you think they're going to make a living off of that? Do what you want. If you have this plan and you know that it's going to make you happy and you know that you're going to be successful, then do it. 
there's there's I mean I'm repeating myself with the whole do it thing, but really um anyways another point is that there's you can always talk to to people around you, you know? Get some get some insight on other people's stories and what other people do because that's gonna help you kind of figure out what you also wanna do. And sometimes there's people who like what you know, what their parents have to say, what their parents did. And that's okay. I'm not bashing on that. I don't want it to sound like, you know, I I don't, you know, if your parents think, oh, you should go to UCLA and you like UCLA, then go do it. Or, you know, you know what I mean? I'm just saying, if you don't like it, then just don't do it. But I've had friends too, you know, who, who were like, I don't think college is for me. I don't want to go to college. And then they went to college and they actually liked it. And now they're taking classes, and they're like, you know what, yeah, like, I'm, I have this plan, I'm taking these classes, and that's all good, I'm, I'm so happy for them, just because, you know, sometimes we don't know what we want, and that's okay, you know, I, I know someone who's like, I still don't know what I want to do, I, I, and that's, no, that's okay, and that's, that's normal, sometimes people are like, you should already know what you want to do by the time you're a freshman, or you should already know what time you want to do by the time you're 14, like, no, you don't have to know what you want to do by the time you're 14, let me figure it out. Because your perspective is going to change so much and your feelings about certain things are going to change as well. So explore, look around, you know, figure out what you want to do. Maybe watch some videos about certain, um, you know, careers. And, and yeah, um, I'm super passionate about this just because I have had my stories within while I was in community college. I've had professors who who just, like, talk down on students from IVC or I've had adults in my life who kind of acted like children, to be honest, when talking about things like this. Because who are they to bring down something that someone's trying to do? I don't know. But anyways, before I start getting, um, like, all into a rant... I want to introduce to you guys a very special friend of mine. Uh, we were in high school together, and he's done so much for IVC. He's been involved with ASG, which is like the ASB in college. And he's a very big advocate for so many great things, like community college and living just a very good and healthy life as well. Um, Moises, I, I think he's just going to do so good. He's going to be going to UCLA and he's transferring f- from IBC as well. So, uh, with no further ado, I think that's how you say it. Here's Moises Hernandez. Hi, Moises. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I know I'm like pretty new to this, but I really appreciate you coming along. And yeah, so how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great, Anna. How are you? I'm doing good um, up here in Chico. And yeah, I, I know we haven't seen each other since high school. Or no, I used to try IBC sometimes. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we kind of took a class at IBC at some point. Yeah. So um, we're just going to talk a little bit about yourself. And I wanted to have you on just because of my topic. And yeah, we're going to get to know you, the things that you've been doing. So I'm going to ask a, little, a few questions. Is that okay with you? Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Okay, cool. So, um, can you talk a little bit about community college and how that was for you? Um, 
I, I think I want to start talking first about high school because then I'll, I'll give you a little background. When, when I was applying to universities um, from high school, I didn't really have the option to apply anywhere just because I didn't have the minimum GPA to even apply. And so IBC was kind of my only choice. And I was very discouraged and I didn't want to be at IBC just because there's a really negative stigma towards um, community colleges. So my Mm -hmm. experience at first, before even going, was really um, not such positive. But once I got to IBC, I became involved with organizations like the Student Ambassador, Student Ambassador Leadership, um, the Associated Student Government. And through those organizations, I started to become more um, like I belonged to a community and I felt really welcome. And so I think that's kind of like where my journey started and how I just became a fan and a huge advocate for community colleges. Um, yeah, I, I saw, because um, we follow each other on Instagram, every, like you'd always be involved and you'd be doing things for, with ASG. And I thought that was so cool because um, I think I'll, I agree with you with a lot of people have that stigma against Imperial Valley College and just community college in general. So, I mean, that's awesome that you, yeah, you did that. And not only did you do that, but you also represented, you know, all Central and Central Union High School within that, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And can you tell us a little bit more about when you had decided that, okay, I'm going to go to, I'm in high school. Like what, what is something that you would say was your experience in, in high school from transitioning to, to college? My experience transitioning. Um, I think my experience is, is it's like many students. I kind of had an idea, but not really had a, a goal in mind as to where I wanted to be in the five years or what career I even wanted to pursue. Um, I really just kind of went with the flow and I... Uh, in, in my high school at Central, where we went, mm-hmm. you know how they they would come and register people for IVC and like counselors yeah. would try and help you choose like a major. So I kind of, when when that first happened, I was really passionate about politics. Um, when we took a political science class, a government class with um, with our teacher, Ms. Fusey. And so oh, that's cool. I... I, I chose political science as my major just because I I really liked that class and it was really fun for me. I It's something I had never learned. And um, when I first learned about the topic, it's I became really engaged and I, I found it that it's something that I would want to pursue as a career. And so mm-hmm. when transitioning, that's, that's the first thing I did. I chose my major as political science. And then once I started at IBC and taking classes... Um, my first year, that kind of changed. And I, um, it changed because I took my first philosophy class during spring semester. And mm. after taking that class, I, I found like I found like a new um, source of something that I wanted to pursue in, which is philosophy. I changed my major. Um, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And since then, I, I took all the other philosophy classes. And then that's now something I want to pursue for my bachelor's. Um, but aside from that, like once I'm finished with my bachelor's, I want to pursue um, a career in law. And so I want to 
applied for law school. Wow, that's amazing. And in I think it's important for you to do something that, you know, you find yourself when you're in college, right? Like you kind of might change your major once, twice, maybe five times. But I think having those goals is really important. And I think that's awesome. I'm really glad you're doing that. Um, yeah. Can you give us a little bit of, of advice for uh, high school students and what they're deciding? You know, maybe right now they're kind of thinking about where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Yeah. Um, I would definitely, well, first of all, for any like freshmen, sophomores, I would tell them to get involved in any club organization on campus. And if there's not a club that they're interested in, definitely start a club with some of their interests and something that they are passionate about. Cause that's, I think that's one of the things that mainly helped me like, um, kind of know what I wanted to do in life was when mm-hmm. I became involved in organizations in high school. Um, I didn't really like coming in as a freshman. I, I think I was, I, I came out different once, once senior yeah. year came, I think I grew a lot and yeah. I think it has to do a lot with the organizations that I became involved with. Um, uh-huh. and they have kind of carried out to like my passions now as like an adult where I, yeah. I became involved with like the green team and I became involved with like the, um, class of 2018 and all those things kind of carried out asb all those things kind of carried out to like what i want to do with my life like right now i'm a huge advocate for um sustainability and environmental friendly practices um for student rights all that kind of was shaped at the beginning of my high school um experience Mm -hmm. just becoming involved with all those organizations so i would definitely recommend that for sophomores and freshmen juniors and then once you're a senior um just start investigating like what do you want to do like like college is not for everyone um although mm-hmm. i do recommend it for for people it's not always the direction that people um will be the 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 happy the most or how it's not for everyone basically yeah and so um just definitely do research like what do you want to do with life if you don't know what you want to do with your life i would definitely recommend going to community college because then you can enroll in classes maybe find something that you're passionate about learn um Mm -hmm. but definitely try and do research on institutions like do you want to go to a community college or four-year institution a private do you want to go enroll in like a practical school um, whether that's like construction or like something more um, direct in the workforce that mm-hmm. is like, um, for example, at IBC, we have like the firefighter department, the police academy. Those are other um, places that you can enroll in. And so just do research because I know I didn't do research when I was in high school. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the main reasons why um, most students don't even know what they want to do. And especially because we really don't have those role models. Um, If we are, you know, our community is predominantly low income. Um, We really don't have those role models that have um, higher education or like pursue careers in like prestigious schools like Harvard or like um, Mm -hmm. Stanford. And so having those connections really as a young adult really inspire you and can be the factor into where you, what you want to do when you finish high school. Yeah. I know, I know for myself personally, like 
uh, huge role models were my siblings. Um, mm-hmm. We're first generation, and they went to SCSU. And so that's kind of like what I wanted to pursue when I was younger, like um, mm-hmm. go to SCSU. That was my goal. But as I became more cognizant and more, I learned more about other institutions, I learned that that wasn't the path for me. And I think one of the most important things, I love that you brought that up, is that as we grow up and we go to our separate ways, you know, whether we go to LA or whether we go to San Diego, whatever school we go to, I think it's important for us to bring that back to our community and to inspire the people around us, inspire the children in schools and to talk about things that, you know, we did that personally I also didn't see growing up was somebody who went to UCLA. Like I didn't even know UCLA was until I was probably in middle school and I was an avid, you know, because I didn't see that I was low income, also first gen. And we didn't see those role models as well. I mean, my parents are role models, but it was, you know, with what they did with their personal things that they overcame, not education wise. Um, any advice for anybody who is currently in college and wants to transfer or who's kind of stuck? Because, I mean, that's kind of something we see ourselves in while we're in community college. Um, well, for first of all, um, I, I would say when you're at a community college, I would re- definitely recommend just taking any class you find interesting or like a topic. Um, that's the reason I became involved with philosophy. Like I saw, it was it was a call. It was a class called critical thinking, and mm. I didn't know what philosophy was. I didn't know um, what I was getting myself into at first. I just saw the the topic and what they were going to be learning, and it sparked an interest in me. And so that's the reason I took it, and that took me on a different direction. Whereas if I had never taken that class, then I would be doing something else with my life right now. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely just get involved in something that you're interested in and mm-hmm. hopefully you'll find um, a passion in you that will lead you to a career. And then even more like um, transferring to a foreign institution isn't for everyone. You can also join the workforce. Like I said before, you can get a certificate and um, straight out of community college and start working. Um, you can join nursing program. There's so many things that um, and resources that you can do after you're finished with community mm-hmm. college. So just in general, just, I would say, like I've mentioned before, do what makes you happy because that yeah. ultimately is what, it's what's going to be um, making you pursue things that you're passionate about and um, essentially just make you happy in life. Like you don't have to follow the stream of, oh, you have to go into a four-year institution and graduate with a bachelor's. Like, I ask long, like I, I'm a huge advocate for that, but it's not for everyone. And I would just recommend yeah. do what makes you happy because at the end of the day, that's what matters. Yeah, and I think um, I'm kind of guilty of that. Sometimes I find myself telling like my younger siblings, like you guys should do this or you guys should do that. Like maybe you should go to community college or maybe you should try to go because my both siblings are different, you know, and. I see it and I'm like, just because it worked for me and I did my two years doesn't mean it's going to work for someone in my family or just anyone, you know, maybe someone's going to take three, four years just to explore and find their path. And, you know, for you, I think it's amazing. You're going to UCLA and when you were in high school, maybe you weren't ready for that just yet. But now 
you're about to move, you're, you know, studying something that you want to do. So um, what was probably the hardest challenge for you through, through your whole journey with community college and now transferring? The challenge that I had, um, honestly, I can't really think of one just because my mentality was kind of, I was mentalizing myself that I wanted to be there and I, I had my goals set. So yeah. there wasn't really like anything that I, oh wait, actually, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. We, I was like, no, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I was saying that because I really didn't see anything as a challenge. I, it was more like, like I said before, I was going with the flow. And since I already had a yeah. goal set in mind, it was just doing it. But um, a challenge that I had was probably like my last semester, my mm-hmm. fall semester, my last face-to-face semester at yeah. IBC was challenging just because I kind of lost motivation. Um, mm. I don't really know why I lost it. I just didn't feel motivated to do any, do Excel in class and like um, participate, do homework, um, the usual ways that I had been like throughout the past year. And I think it had to do with like a mental, um, probably I drained myself from from being too, putting too much on myself. And at the end of the semester, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And so like at the end of the semester, I kind of, I saw my grades were at the lowest. Like um, I had C's and D's and it was just really bad. And so I, I told myself like, you have a month left, like talk to your professors, do the best. And I, cause I, I kind of saw, I guess I, uh, I remember what I was calling it. Uh, I I had been talking with my friends, like telling them how I lost my motivation. I was like, I guess it's kind of like senioritis when you don't really oh, want to do anything. Yeah. I that's what kind of hit me, yeah. And so, yeah. um, I definitely like set at the end of the semester. I I set some goals for myself because I was already applying for universities, and I was like, you know what? Like I have to do this. It, I'm so close, and I can't just like get lazy now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely a challenge that happened to me. Just a lack of motivation and I just got lazy. Yeah. And that happened to me at the beginning. I didn't have that motivation. And it, it wasn't until my second year where I was like, I'm going to get it together, you know? And I don't know. I kind of just took off with that. Like, but um, so tell us a little bit before we end uh, about your future. What are you doing right now? What What, what are your plans with... You know, tell us about UCLA. Okay. Um, I'll start from... So when I was applying to universities, I didn't really know, like, what I wanted to do. Or, like, I was just mm-hmm. applying to apply. Um, <laughs> I I, try, I tried to apply to the Cal States, but I honestly missed the deadline because I oh. wait, like, everything, I wait till the last minute. Um, so I was there, like, at 11 p.m., filling out my application for the UCs, and I still had to do, like, the Cal State. So I was like, yep, I am not applying. Um, yeah. So that's something I, I regret. Um, but Was there a, a CSU that you wanted to go to? Not necessarily. Um, I was kind of just going to apply and just whatever my options, your options were. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only one I, I was, um, like, having my eye at or, like, even, like, I would want to go during the time was SCSU. And like I mentioned before, I think that's 
that has to do a lot with our community. Um, we kind of have like this like stigma that everyone wants to go to SDSU. And so I kind of yeah. like, um, that's something I, I really definitely want to change, like bring it to the Imperial Valley that there's so many more institutions out there that you can pursue. It's not just SCSU. Um, it's a great school, but I just want to know, I just want for people to know there's other options for them. Yeah. And so SCSU is probably the only Kelsey that I was looking at during the time. And so I applied to um, the UCs and I, 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 at the time, I was just like, you know what? Just apply to all of them, whichever one you get into, um, that's the one you'll go to. And mm-hmm. um, when the acceptances started coming out, I was really happy when I received my first one. It was to UCS Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was sitting down on the couch and mm-hmm. I was, I had been anticipating to receive like, because I had seen people are, were already receiving acceptance from other schools and I was like really discouraged. Um, oh, I was really upset. Yeah. Because I was like, why haven't I received anything? Like, uh, I was really worried. Yeah. And so UC Santa Cruz sent me an email. And I was like, oh, can this be it? Like, am I getting rejected? Am I getting accepted? And I opened it. And I was really happy. Like, it said, like, congratulations, you've been accepted. And it's my first acceptance. Because I didn't, I I hadn't applied during high school either. So it's not like I I had that experience. Yeah. And so that was something I was really proud of and something I was really happy about. Um, and then just all these other acceptances started coming out and I was like, wow, I couldn't believe it. Um, at the end, once I got my last acceptance from UCLA, um, cause I just see myself from high school and how I couldn't even apply and yeah. seeing myself now getting accepted into all the UCs was definitely like something I felt, I felt accomplished. And, yeah. Um, that's something I want to bring back to the Imperial Valley and to mm-hmm. students. And so back to your question about what's next, UCLA. I was between UCLA and Berkeley. And oh, I didn't know what yeah. I didn't yeah, I didn't know what school to choose. At first I was I was actually gonna go to Berkeley because mm-hmm. um I got waitlisted at UCLA. And that's wow. something that made me really upset. Yeah. Um Berkeley was like my third acceptance. And when I got something to Berkeley, I was so excited, so happy. And I was just like, wow, like I felt, I felt like if Berkeley accepted me, I felt that UCLA, I had a really good chance. And so when I got waitlisted, I was really upset. Um, to be honest with you, I was really upset. And yeah. I, I was thinking to myself, like what I did wrong, just because UCLA was the dream school that I had been thinking about. Um, mm-hmm. And... and- when did you get accepted to UCLA? Uh-huh. So how did that happen? How long ago yeah. was that? Okay. So, um, Burke, all the acceptances came out like around April. That's when I got mm-hmm. my acceptance to UCLA. Mm-hmm. But um, when they came out, I got my wait list and I was really, really upset. And so the next process was writing like an appeal letter. Um, it wasn't mandatory. It was, it was voluntarily. So you could write like an essay explaining why they should accept you basically. And so I wrote an essay why why they should, and and I submitted it literally the night before it was due. Oh my! Like God. all my other things. Yeah. yeah, I know. I waited till the last minute, like always. But it's um, good because that's kind of a sign. Like if you don't do it, that means you don't kind of you kind of don't want it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, at the time I was like, should I even apply? Like I'm, I already got something to Berkeley. I'm going to Berkeley. Um, I had I had served to Berkeley because. 
since I got waitlisted, you have to, you can't not um, accept one. Like, you have to accept one. Yeah. Even if you're waitlisted. And so I was like, I'm already going to Berkeley. Like, like it's okay that I didn't get accepted to you. So, like, but I was just like, you know what? I'll take it as a sign. If I don't get accepted again, then that's a sign that I shouldn't go there. And mm-hmm. so I did that, um, that essay the night before. And I remember, like, being really nervous when I submitted it, like, double-checking to make sure that I did submit. Yeah, um, oh, my God. And then, like, probably um, I submitted that May 15th, and then I heard back from them around June 1st. And that's when I was, like, I got, oh, to make things worse, um, I didn't even, I had been waiting for that email because they would say they would respond. They didn't really give me, like, a deadline. They just said, you'll get an, e- an email either, um, like, tomorrow or you, it can even be, like, the day before classes. Like, it yeah. was really crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, um, I was just looking for that email every day. Like, every day I would wake up and I would see an email and I would think it was from UCLA. I just wanted to know. And then one day I saw my friend Kimberly. Um, she posted on her Snapchat and she was like, I got off the wait list for UCLA. And I was like, wow, <gasps> I guess I didn't get in. Because I, I was really sad. And so um, I, I texted her and I was like, congrats. Like, um, I didn't know you got waitlisted and like how how'd you find out? And she told me like to send me an email and I was like, wow, I guess I didn't get in. Oh. And so long story short, I go into my email, I type UCLA to you. Like I have been searching every day. So I was like, I couldn't have not missed the email. Turns out it was in my junk mail. And oh it had my been sent God. like Yeah. It had been sent like three days earlier. And they said yeah. you have to accept now. Um, because they gave me a deadline of like five days, so I only had like two days to accept, or else yeah. I wouldn't even have gone to UCLA. And so, Damn. um, those two days I was just debating on what school to choose, and, and um, I was like, you know what, it's a sign I wanted to go to UCLA, uh, I'm gonna choose mm-hmm. it. There's a reason I got accepted, and I, I believe I'm a huge believer in that things happen for a reason, yeah, and so, um. I chose UCLA like one day before, and since mm-hmm. then, like it's it's been great. Um, I became I'm already involved right now in USAC, which is like the student government at UCLA. I'm involved oh. in three different offices. Um, the student representative for transfer students. That office focuses on advocating for transfer students, whether oh, they're from a, awesome. another institution or for a community college. Yeah. I am um, also involved in the academic affairs. They're advocating for anything that has to do with academics for students. So they're involved with like academic senate on campus. Um, and right now, we're advocating for like um, just remote. Um, access for students since everything's mm-hmm. going to be online. And then we're, I also became involved with the General Representative 3 office. And mm-hmm. that office has to do with, they, they kind of choose like any issue that they want to take on. They're not really focused on anything per, per se. Like it, they mm-hmm. don't have an obligation to advocate, advocate for transfer students or, or for like academics. And so the area that I'm focusing right now, we're advocating for low-income students. And wow. so that's kind of my journey right now. I became involved as well with Unicamp. And mm-hmm. what Unicamp does is it's an organization that is trying to um, focus on low-income students in the L.A. County area. And we host, like, a camp every year. 
and try to encourage students to like pursue higher education. Like wow. we we show them about yeah. like UCLA, and this is all done like in the campsite up in the mountains. But it's because Ooh. because of um because COVID. of COVID, everything was online and was it was through Zoom. Wow. But it was a really great experience working with the kids. I had a really great time. Um, they were so friendly and so excited, and it was just good to. Um, bring a smile to their face every day, even during the pandemic. Um, Mm -hmm. And right now, I'm just waiting for classes to start, and I'm really excited to um, become more involved at UCLA and advocate for all the students. And something that I really want to pursue in the future is I want to bring UCLA back to the Imperial Valley um, Mm -hmm. and encourage students to apply to higher um educations like to ucla berkeley stanford harvard and all these yeah. other prestigious institutions that perhaps we are discouraged to apply to and we don't even know about them at first mm-hmm. and i just really want to bring that back to the imperial valley just because i know when i was a high school student i never um saw a role model or i never even thought about these institutions because i no one ever told me about them and yeah. that's just something I really want to bring back to the Imperial Valley. And it sounds like you're so motivated and you're so passionate about this that I'm very excited for you. I'm inspired by it. I know we went to high school together and I literally can have seen how much you've grown because we were in ASB. So I see, you know, what your priorities are, what it is that you want to help. And I think it's so, so good when we have people from the Valley who have that vision and who have that, you know, kind of calling to do that, to go out and, and, you know, inspire people to go to school or, you know, tell them, you know, it's okay if you don't want to go to school. And I hope, and I hope everything goes good for you. You're, it's going to be awesome. UCLA is going to be so, so lucky to have you and Imperial Valley. Um, I mean, I'm rooting for you for sure. So, Thank That's you. exciting. I'm very excited for you. Thank it's you. really inspiring. Like, it really is. Like, I'm, like, literally sitting down, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, how cool is that? That you're already involved in school. And UCLA was happened for a reason, for sure, because, I mean, Berkeley's beautiful, too. It's a great school, but I think UCLA was probably for you. If if all this stuff you're telling me happened and it all fell, then it's for, for that reason. Yeah, so, most definitely. Yeah, so um, I'm excited for you. I'm rooting for you. I hope that your fall semester goes great or quarter. Yeah, I hope yeah. it goes great. And um, I hope that you can help as many people and you can, you know, the low-income people too because I think a lot of us in the Valley were, grew up low-income or are still low-income and we kind of think maybe this is not right for me or maybe I shouldn't go this way. How am I going to do it? But it's not about how it's about you know just doing it because sometimes we question ourselves and it's yeah yeah. no yeah definitely yeah i I really agree with you with the low income it's something that i can relate to and something i really want to uh, one of the main reasons why i want to return to the imperial valley and help Mm -hmm. um uh why i want to return to the imperial valley and help students that are low income just because I know the need is, I know what the need is here in the Imperial Valley for resources and for um, just help. And I really hope to return and help those students that mm-hmm. um, need that extra push. 
Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Moises. I appreciate having you. I appreciate all everything that you've shared. I can tell it came from your heart. I can tell that this is something you're going to do amazing at. So, again, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, good luck with UCLA. Good, good luck in LA in general. Um, it's going to be so much fun. I'm excited for you. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All righty. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks again, Moises. I hope you guys are liking the podcast. I really wanted this to be something that, you know, you can look forward to listening to and something that, you know, you enjoy. So, yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you guys, school is going good, work is going good. You got this. And I'll talk to you next time.